welcome back to Life Chats with Liv B. I am Liv and today I am recording at my desk. Usually I'm sitting in the chairs that are in our podcast room. Um, they're like big comfy armchairs, but we had to take them out because I am using the space now to record. I don't think I've actually talked about this yet. I am creating an online course all about how to start and grow a YouTube channel and I'm so excited. <laughs> this is kind of the first thing like this that I've done about YouTube. I don't really talk about my YouTube channel and my YouTube career that much. Like obviously I talk about my YouTube channel but more so the content that's on it like talking about food and recipes but I don't very often talk about the actual like process behind it and my story and if you guys listen to the very very first episode about this podcast then you might know a little bit about my story on YouTube but if you haven't then yeah you probably wouldn't hear me talk about it that much. So I've been on YouTube for about three and a half ish years now and over that amount of time I just feel like I have amassed so much knowledge about it and so much expertise in this area because I literally from the ground up grew my YouTube channel from zero subscribers to like whatever I have now 640 something thousand and I have like th over 300 videos on my channel um, obviously and it's my full-time career so I get questions a lot from people asking how the heck to start a YouTube channel. So I am creating a course and I am just putting together all my knowledge about like starting from scratch, starting from the very beginning, all the way up to creating your videos, editing, monetization, promoting your channel, getting views, getting seen, all of that. I'm kind of creating one big place for me to dump all of my knowledge for people who are really serious about wanting to start their own YouTube channel but maybe are looking for some guidance on how the heck to do that, how even to get started, what you need. So yeah, the course is covering everything and I'm just working on the kind of like the info slash sales page for it right now. So I was creating like the name of the course and the course banner and all the stuff that kind of tells you what the course is who it's meant for, who I think should take it, that kind of stuff. Because I know sometimes you see courses online and you're like, is this actually going to help me? Is this actually what I need? So I just want to be really transparent about what it is you're learning in the course and like who I actually think will benefit from it. So I'm so excited. I feel kind of like a teacher making my lesson plans. Like it's really fun to be able to take everything I've learned that has taken me so long to figure out and refine and understand about the process of creating and growing a YouTube channel and making content that people actually want to watch. It's taken me so long to just get all of this knowledge and I'm just so excited to be able to share it, especially right now for people who maybe are laid off work or who just have some extra time and are really thinking about like seriously starting a channel um, and when I say seriously I don't mean like this is serious <laughs> like this has to be a serious thing but I do mean people who actually want to who have kind of wanted to for a while and who are in it for the right reasons not just someone who wants to start a YouTube channel to try to become famous because <laughs> that's not a good reason let me tell you 
that is not a good reason. <laughs> There's so much bad stuff that comes along with YouTube that I don't think everybody is cut out for. So you definitely have to be in it for the right reasons, basically. But the sales page, the info page will, you know, tell you all about that. I'll let you guys know when it's launching. As of now, it looks like it's going to be June 1st, but don't hold me to that. I'll update you as it gets closer. It's such a good time right now because I know there are a lot of people who have some extra time and who may be looking to kind of start something new if they've been laid off or if they're kind of just like questioning their life right now because I feel like a lot of us are, which brings me to my next point. Welcome back to another week in isolation. Every week just has so many ups and downs. It's like two good days and then one bad day and then another good day and then a bad day and then two good days. Like it's just all over the place and part of it is related to the weather I would say. Just like being in the house is so much better if it's sunny and you can open the windows and like step outside versus if it's like cold and rainy and snowing like it did this week one time. Overall things are going okay. Last weekend there was a super tragic horrific event in Nova Scotia. So okay in Canada we have very very strict gun laws like you basically can't get I I don't know for sure but I'm pretty sure you basically can't get a gun unless it's like a hunting rifle for hunting or if you're like a police officer I'm sure there's other ways to get them but I have never known anyone or known anyone who knows anyone with a gun like it's just not even a thing I've never even seen a gun in person we're just so far removed from the culture of the United States surrounding guns like it's just not even in our we just don't even think about it ever but last weekend there was a mass shooting here which is now the worst one in Canadian history and it was in our small little province of Nova Scotia which has not quite a million people compared to provinces like BC and Ontario which have so many people and usually if there are shootings or you know bad things that happen it's in one of the bigger cities or it's in one of the bigger provinces like nothing really big or noteworthy happens in Nova Scotia half the country forgets that we even exist like we kind of just chill here and it wasn't even in Halifax like Halifax is the biggest city in Nova Scotia. It's where I live. And this was in this tiny, tiny, tiny community called Portapique. Portapique, Portapique. I don't know. I hadn't even heard of it. Okay. I live here and I had not heard of this place. It's very small. And there was a guy from there who basically dressed like a police officer and then stole a police car and went on a shooting rampage and killed 22 people went to a bunch of different places so that it was like really confusing and like there was so much going on and he killed people in like so many different locations that like the investigation now that's going on is really complicated and just something that has never happened here like we just don't have things like that and everyone's just kind of in shock because it's like what the actual fuck just happened and then so that was last weekend and then this weekend on friday because our rcmp like our police organization got so much criticism based on how they dealt with that because there was an active shooter on the loose i guess for so long last weekend and they never sent out an emergency alert or anything like people were kind of getting updated on social media and i don't think the police should have received criticism honestly because they're just especially in a small place like that I'm sure none of them were prepared to ever deal with something like that, like an actual manhunt active shooter situation. Like that's just 
I don't even know how they would be trained for that because that stuff just doesn't happen here. So it went on for a long time and they never sent out an alert. So like people didn't really know about it. And this weekend or on Friday, I guess someone thought they heard gunshots in a community kind of by where I used to live. And so they ended up sending out an emergency alert. And then there was like a bunch of other weird things going on around the city and a bunch of places shut down, like all the liquor stores shut down and drug stores and everything that already wasn't shut down because of COVID was like shutting down and everyone like people were like having to stay in their houses and stuff and there was a lot of panic and then it came out a few hours later that they didn't find any evidence of gunshots or whatever it was kind of just a big mess but it was because everyone was so on edge from last weekend it's just been a a crazy week we're just so not used to it here that it's just everyone's kind of in shock and everyone just doesn't really know how to react because we're already dealing with something so rough but on Thursday, I started a Poshmark. (laughs) Okay, total 180 from the tragedy that just happened. I don't want to downplay that at all, but I'm just very exhausted from talking and thinking about it. So we're moving on. So yeah, I started a Poshmark because I had a bunch of bags of clothes to donate from last year and this year. I don't even know how the ones from last year didn't get donated, but apparently I clean out my closet and find things that I don't want anymore or that don't fit and I put them in donation bags and then they don't actually make it to the donation places so Greg and I found a few bags of stuff that we're like why didn't this go to value village anyway so I decided because you're not even allowed to do donations right now that I was gonna start a Poshmark so I found all of the stuff that was in really good resellable condition and I put it on my Poshmark so that you guys can buy it and everyone's so excited And I'm excited because I'm like, okay, my clothes are going to such a better second home now than they would be if I just dumped them in a donation bin and then they got like dumped out into like Value Village or Frenchies or whatever in big bins and people are just like throwing them around. Like now people get to go on and actually pick out exactly what they want and then my clothes get an amazing second home. So I'm so excited. It's been so much fun. I've been like printing shipping labels and putting together packages and writing little notes inside them. Some of them, a couple of them I did at like the post office area so I didn't have note stuff, but it's been great. I honestly feel like I'm running a little business here. I got a little little side hustle going on. (laughs) It's just been so fun to connect with people on Poshmark and see what other people are selling. And it's just so cool. So if you haven't downloaded Poshmark, definitely do it. The only downside is you can only sell within your own country. So I know that probably all my clothes would be sold by now if all the other countries were allowed. But since it's just Canada, um, I think I sold like half of my listings so far, but it's so fun and you guys should definitely check it out. It is definitely a really fun and cool way to go secondhand shopping because you can sort by brand, color, style, everything. It's just really cool. And I'm a super big fan now. (laughs) So definitely download the app. So I got hair extensions. (laughs) If you listen to our No Trash Talk podcast, I talked about that as my trashy moment this week. So basically I got hair extensions because I got drunk a couple weeks ago. I didn't even get drunk. I had like one whiskey drink and got real buzzed and found Luxie Hair hair extensions. And I was like so shook by how genius of an idea hair like clip-in hair extensions are because I was like who wants to wait two years or more for their hair to grow down to their waist some people's hair doesn't even grow that long mine will probably take like two years when you can just buy it and get long hair in like seven to ten business days you know what I mean and 
Also, you can take them out when you want to go swimming or go to the beach or shower or anything. And then you just have your normal hair, which is easy to deal with because you're used to dealing with that amount of hair. And then when you want long hair, you can just put them in and do like crazy cool hairstyles and have long hair and be like Rapunzel, but you don't have to deal with it all the time. So I was shook. I was like, this is the most amazing idea ever. And then I looked on their Instagram and I realized pretty much every popular Instagrammer with nice hair has been using these extensions for so long or like has extensions and so many celebrities. And I was like, okay, so I'm just really, really late to the hair extensions train because I never really needed them because I always had super long hair. But ever since I dyed my hair and I got real damaged and I had to cut it more frequently, my hair is not that long. Anyway, I discovered hair extensions. I was a little buzzed. I bought them. I bought human hair online, which is so creepy when you think about it. And I have it in a little box and I keep it in my little dresser thing. Anyway, it's pretty cool. I love them. I definitely need to get them like blended a bit better with my hair because my hair is kind of a blunt cut right now. So you can kind of see the line. And also they don't match my color because my color is all brassy now because hair salons have been closed for like a month now. So anyway, I think that's my last update, but that's kind of been my week. Uh, Quite the juxtaposition between stories there. But now I think we will segue into the actual topic of today's episode. I wanted to do an episode on manifestation, and then I kind of realized that you can't really have an episode on manifestation without having one on like law of attraction and spirituality. So that's what we're doing today. I don't know if this is going to end up being a few episodes, maybe you guys are gonna want more this is kind of originally what I wanted this podcast to be on and then it kind of just morphed into I don't even know so now we're kind of going back to the roots of what I had originally wanted to talk about on this podcast which is law of attraction and spirituality manifestation just kind of falls into that but that's kind of just like a little part of it you know I was kind of resisting recording this episode because this is such a huge topic that I don't even know where to begin like where to just stick my nose into first I need to know where all of you guys are at with all of this I need to know who's had a spiritual awakening here raise your hand we'll talk about a spiritual awakening real fast it sounds very like woo woo and very weird when you say like spiritual awakening I'm like flipping my hair But it's basically, let's look up the definition of spiritual awakening and see if it's what I think. Okay, so spiritual awakening can also be called enlightenment. This is on SoberNation.com. So take this with a grain of salt. No person can fully define a spiritual awakening for another. Okay, so that's why I'm struggling so hard to define this because apparently you can't. But it says... A spiritual awakening can generally be defined as a newfound awareness of a spiritual reality. So I guess that can be many things. Like you can kind of find spirituality in terms of like religion. You know, people say like found Jesus. I feel like that could also be considered a spiritual awakening. But what I'm talking about is more so like a newfound awareness of a spiritual reality. For me, it was more so like I discovered some information that basically opened my eyes to not a different reality, but maybe a different way of looking at reality or a different way of interpreting it or a different way of existing in it that I previously didn't really understand. Like I had kind of followed spiritual things before. 
I thought I kind of knew stuff, but it wasn't until this actual event that I can remember that I really fully understood it and felt like I could just read any spiritual text and completely understand what it was talking about. Whereas before, I would get so confused and I would think it just sounded so stupid and I didn't understand it at all. But now it's like I can pick up any book on any sort of like spiritual topic and just completely understand it and I think that's just what happens when you have a quote-unquote spiritual awakening and you just allow yourself to accept certain things that maybe you didn't before. I'll just explain what happened to me back two years actually almost exactly two years ago. Um, I had my first panic attack and it was shitty <laughs> obviously and then for like two days after I was in this really super low depressed state. Couldn't get off the couch, but it happened so suddenly. Like, I don't know if my body and everything was just like exhausted from the panic attack. It was so weird. Like it, I've just, I had never felt so bad before mentally in my life. Like I felt like I had absolutely no energy and no will to live. And it came out of nowhere. I didn't even know what to do with myself. I don't know what it was, but one day, I think it was like two days after that, I somehow found this meditation on YouTube because I was trying to like, you know, pull myself out of this, like figure out what the heck was going on. So I was like, oh, I'll meditate. So I found this meditation that led me to this person's podcast. And then I listened to this podcast episode. I don't quite remember what it was. It kind of got the gears turning and I just started Googling a whole bunch of stuff. And then a couple days later, I picked up the book, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. I also got the audiobook for that and I just like listened to the audiobook while I read the book as well so that it would like really sink in and that kind of changed everything for me. The book really, I guess, awakened me. Yeah, I guess you just have to read the book. I don't really know what happened, but after that, I just kind of saw everything so differently and I was immediately filled with the most peaceful sense of calm and understanding for so many things that I didn't really focus on or understand before. And I know it sounds vague, but it's just everything changed mentally and like spiritually inside. So this book kind of talks about, well, maybe I'll just read the back for you. So it just says, The Untethered Soul begins by walking you through your relationship with your thoughts and emotions, helping you uncover the source and fluctuation of your inner energy. It then delves into what you can do to free yourself from the habitual thoughts, emotions, and energy patterns that limit your consciousness final with perfect clarity this book opens the door to a life lived in the freedom of your innermost being so it basically just shows you how to liberate yourself from being so controlled by your thoughts and emotions and the audiobook's actually really funny because he has this internal monologue that he talks about all the time that's like really funny and when he reads it it is so funny he calls it your inner roommate because it's just that voice in your head that never shuts up and the first chapter is called, it's called Awakening Consciousness. That's when it talks about the voice inside your head. And then it talks about your emotions and why you're so controlled by them and like why you're so disturbed by certain things. And when I say disturbed, I don't mean like in a horror movie kind of way. I mean in just like a, like why certain things penetrate your consciousness more than others, why you can't let go of some things, why certain things trigger you. It just talks about everything in such a different way than I had ever heard before and it just made me view things in such a different light and ever since then I had just kind of become consumed by spiritual 
books and stuff like that to kind of delve deeper into it. So for the past couple of years, I've kind of like ebbed and flowed more and less into I guess like the spiritual field just in terms of like what I'm consuming and so sometimes I'll read a bunch of books and like listen to a bunch of podcasts about spirituality and law of attraction and stuff and then other times when I'm more consumed with things going on in the outside world like a pandemic or work or whatever I find myself kind of forgetting a lot of the things that these books teach and I also find that in the summer I usually get more into it just because everything is so much more alive and you can go outside and it just the vibe is there (laughs) whereas in the winter you're just so in your own head and you're indoors and it's cold and it's rough and it's dark usually find I get back into this in the summer but that's not to say that the things that we're going to talk about aren't always true because they are (laughs) it's just really easy to forget and so whenever I read something like one of these books or like a poem in one of the books that I'm going to suggest to you guys it just like automatically zaps you back into thinking in that way and it's hard to explain exactly what that way of thinking is but it really for me boils down to being aware of your own consciousness like being aware of the thoughts inside your head being aware of your emotions and the way you react to things and being aware of your surroundings and then the way you perceive your surroundings because for example with the law of attraction and manifestation a huge part of it is gratitude and being grateful for what you already have so I find that when you are in more of like a materialistic mindset or in a more pessimistic mindset it's really hard to be grateful for stuff and sometimes you don't even want to be grateful for stuff um you just want to be mad or you want to be sad or you want to be whatever it is so i find that when you decide that you want to be more positive and become aware of your own consciousness everything kind of improves and gets better and gets easier one book i can recommend you get if you want to, I guess, experience your own consciousness, <laughs> maybe have a spiritual awakening, is The Untethered Soul. And if you want to get the audiobook, you can get it for free on Audible. If you've never tried Audible before, you get a free month trial and a free audiobook that you get to keep forever. So <laughs> I worked with them. That's why I sound like an ad. <laughs> Audible is amazing. And the guy who reads this book on Audible is so good. So I'm just going to read a few things that I highlighted in this book to kind of, I guess, explain what the fuck I'm talking about. So it says, it's actually pretty easy to see that you're not the objects you look at. It's a classic case of subject-object. It's you, the subject, that is looking at the objects. So we don't have to go through every object in the universe and say that that object is not you. We can very easily generalize by saying that if you are the one who is looking at something, then that something is not you. So right away, in one fell swoop, you know what you're not. You're not the outside world. You're the one who is inside looking out at that world. Eventually, you get to a point within yourself where you realize that you, the experiencer, have a certain quality, and that quality is awareness, consciousness, and intuitive sense of existence. You know that you're in there. You don't have to think about it. You just know. Consciousness is the highest word you will ever utter. There's nothing deeper or higher than consciousness. Consciousness is pure awareness. But what is awareness? Let's try another experiment. Let's say you're in a room looking at a group of people and a piano. 
Now make believe the piano ceases to exist in your world. Would you have a major problem with that? You say, no, I don't think so. I'm not attached to pianos. Okay, then make the people in the room cease to exist. Are you still okay? Can you handle it? You say, sure, I like being alone. Now make believe your awareness doesn't exist. Just turn it off. How are you doing now? What would it be like if your awareness didn't exist? It's actually pretty simple. You wouldn't be there. There would be no sense of me. So if I ask now, who are you? You answer, I am the one who sees. From back in here somewhere, I look out and I am aware of the events, thoughts, and emotions that pass before me. When you are an aware being, you no longer become completely immersed in the events around you. Instead, you remain inwardly aware that you are the one who is experiencing both the events and the corresponding thoughts and emotions. When a thought is created in this state of awareness, instead of getting lost in it, you remain aware that you are the one who is thinking the thought. So that's kind of what I meant when I said that it kind of makes you think about things in such a different way because normally you just go about your day and you have thoughts and you're like, okay, like this is my life. This is reality. This is how things are. But then when you just take a step inward and you realize that you can actually observe yourself having these thoughts and these perceptions about your life, you just feel almost like you're just going deeper within yourself and you're looking at everything else from a higher point of view like you can just see things for what they really are all the little trivial things that maybe would have bothered you before don't bother you anymore so the book obviously goes into so much (laughs) further detail about many things but that's kind of like what happened when I had the quote-unquote spiritual awakening and it just really opened my eyes to a lot of things and then I started reading a lot of different books and I started diving deeper into the law of attraction it just kind of snowballs from there I guess like if you're into this stuff you're into it if you're not you're not I don't really know who wouldn't want to be into it but you know that's just me so the law of attraction is just another spiritual way of looking at things I guess it basically can be boiled down to the most simplified terms which is just like attracts like There's some other little phrases like where focus goes, energy flows. So what you focus on will increase and will bring more of that into your existence. So whatever you're thinking about and whatever you're focusing on, you will attract more of because like attracts like what you focus on, you bring more of into your life. And so I guess the question is when you realize that it's like, okay, is there a way to manipulate this and control this and use this to my advantage? Is there a way to get things that I want by focusing on them or by attracting them? The book and documentary, The Secret, was created by Rhonda Byrne and she kind of brought the law of attraction to the mainstream. And I didn't really find that book like it was fine but we watched that movie when I was in junior high and I remember thinking like okay so if I just think really hard that I want like a nice car and a nice house and a million dollars I'll just get it and I think that that movie kind of portrayed that in a very simplified way and I think that's why it gets a lot of criticism because people are like oh yeah well okay I really want a million dollars like where's my money But that's not exactly how it works. Like it kind of is, but there's so much more to it. And until I read the book, The Power, which is her second book by Rhonda Byrne, um, and that talked about how to actually control the law of attraction and how to actually use it. 
And so what she talked about is gratitude. So you know when everything is going really amazing and you're feeling good and then good things keep happening and it just keeps getting better and better. And it's just like, you're like, wow, I'm having such a great day. Like everything just feels good. I'm so happy. And then good things keep happening. And then there's the opposite when you're having a really shit day and it just keeps getting worse and worse. And you're like, how can this day get any worse? And then something worse happens. This is basically the law of attraction. When you're focusing on all the bad stuff happening to you and when you're focusing on all the negativity, you are attracting just that. So you're attracting more bad things happening to you and you're attracting more negativity. Same as when you're, you know, everything's going really well and you're super happy and you're focusing on all the things you're really happy about and really grateful for. Good things keep happening because you're attracting good things. Something that she talks about a lot in that book is that it's important to focus on feeling because feelings don't lie. So if you feel good and you're just, you're kind of in the flow of things and you're aligned and everything just is like positive vibes and everything's like working out life is easier and happier and more fun and better to you and you truly feel happy and positive positive. and so if you want to turn things around and if you want to attract more things into your life then you have to kind of be in that positive space and like have an overall positive feeling because if you're just telling yourself or you know saying mantras like be positive or like always look on the bright side of things but you are always feeling negative you're still going to be attracting negative feelings because just saying empty phrases or empty words doesn't really have an impact and something I wanted to read from a book called money and the law of attraction by Esther Hicks she says the following are some examples to help you see how every subject is really two subjects. This is to kind of explain that once you know what you don't want, it's easier to focus on what you do want. So let's say you're in a bad situation or you're feeling really negative and someone's saying like, okay, well, what do you want then? Like, what will make you happy? And you don't know. You're like, well, I don't know what I want. I just know that I don't want to feel like this. That is kind of the start of the process of pivoting. And pivoting basically means going from negative or going from stuff you don't want to positive or stuff that you do want. So these are just a few examples of two sides of stuff. So for example, abundance or poverty, health or illness, happiness or sadness, clarity or confusion. I can do that. I can't do that. I want to buy that. I can't afford that. I want to feel good. I don't feel good. I want to be slender. I am fat. I want a new car. My car is old. I want a lover. I don't have a lover. So as you read this list, it's obvious which to be the better choice in each example, but there is a simple and important thing that you may be forgetting. There's a need and a tendency as you read a list like this to state the factual truth about the subject or to tell it like it is rather than making the statement of what it is you want. And I think a lot of times with the law of attraction, people definitely feel like, okay, well, I can't just pretend that everything's going well, or I can't just feel good about things and try to attract good things actually happening when I feel negative. Because the whole point of the law of attraction is even if you have something you don't want, or even if there is something you want, you have to feel good about the thing that you want in order to attract that into your life. A lot of people feel like it's wrong or it's almost like you're lying to yourself if you're trying to feel good 
when you don't have that thing already. So that's kind of the point of pivoting. So I'm just going to read this. It says, everyone wants to feel good, but most people believe that everything around them needs to be pleasing to them before they can feel good. So that, I guess, <laughs> sums up a little easier what I was trying to say. So it's like, I don't want to say it's a common misconception, but I feel like a lot of times when people don't quite understand how the law of attraction works, it's like, okay, I want to be happy, but these things have to change first in order for me to be happy about them. Like I can't be happy about them before they happen because right now I'm unhappy and I'm feeling negative. So it says most people feel quite powerless about consistently feeling good because they believe that in order to feel good, the conditions around them must change. But they also believe that they do not have the power to change many of the conditions. And I feel like this is kind of when you're in your like early 20s and life is just hard and you're trying to be positive but you just feel like it's so impossible to be positive when there's so many unknowns or so many things going wrong or so this is where pivoting comes in people think that they should always speak the truth about where they are or they should kind of tell it like it is but when you understand that the law of attraction is responding to you while you're telling your story of how it is and then therefore perpetuating more of whatever story you're telling then you have to decide what's actually in your best interest is retelling the story so if you're always saying, I hate my life, I hate my clothes, I hate my body, I hate my house, I hate my job, because you're focusing on those things, even though you're just trying to tell it like it is, you're trying to be honest, you're trying to say like, okay, like this is what is actually my reality and I hate it, you are focusing on that and you're perpetuating more of it. So when you acknowledge what you actually don't want, but then pivot and ask yourself, okay, well, what is it that I do want? then you can begin a gradual shift of telling your new story into a more improved life. So for example, if you're saying, I hate my body, it's like, okay, well, what kind of body do I want? And then once you start thinking about that, you can start to become much more positive and grateful and happy and have an abundance of good thoughts, even though it's not your current reality. You want to focus on what it is you do want and you want to feel good about it. And then all of that sort of positive energy eventually just attracts better and more positive things in your life. So when you deliberately apply the process of pivoting, which means you're deliberately choosing your own thoughts instead of just letting your mind spiral into like a negative patterns or negative spirals of um, what you don't like or what you hate or what you wish was different. You also kind of deliberately choose how your life is going to unfold because pivoting is the process of deliberately focusing your attention with the intent of directing your own life experience. So saying, okay, so I know what I don't want, which is XYZ. So what is it that I do want? And then you can put your focus on that and you can put all of your good energy towards that, knowing that you're going to be attracting it to you. Another thing the book says is people often complain that it would be much easier for them to focus on something positive if it were already happening in their life experience. They accurately acknowledge that it is much easier to feel good about something when something good is already happening. But you do not have to wait for a good thing to happen in order to feel good because you have the ability to direct your thoughts toward improving things no matter what is currently present in your experience. So even if you're unhappy with your job or where you are in life, you have the ability to direct your thoughts towards an improved job or towards your dream job or towards 
whatever improved life conditions it is. You have the ability to direct your thoughts towards that no matter what is currently present in your life. The law of attraction really focuses on feeling good because when you're feeling good and you're positive and you're happy, it's much easier to have positive thoughts and to think clearly about what it is you do want to attract into your life. And there are so like this could be a whole a whole podcast on itself because there are just hundreds of episode topics within this. But it essentially boils down to you just having to feel good enough and feel happy enough and positive enough on any given day that you're able to direct your focus and attention towards more good things. Something that I like to do is play like brain games with myself. (laughs) But these are just two things that you can do to get yourself, I guess, feeling more positive and thinking about the things that you do want and to begin attracting them into your life. And this can also be considered manifestation. So the first one is if you want a different lifestyle to look or act differently or do different things, whatever it is, I want you to envision this version of you who is or does whatever those things are. So what does that person look like? What would their morning routine be? What would their closet look like? What kind of workouts would they do? What job would they have? What would their attitude look like? If you can write these things down and have a clear picture of who that person is or what that ideal version of yourself looks like, who has all the things that you want and who acts the way you want and who gets to do the things you want, then you're able to start doing the little things to slowly become that person. Even if you aren't there yet, You're able to start maybe making better choices or cutting out your bad habits or just focusing on different things and then eventually you will get closer and closer to becoming that person or that version of yourself. So that's the first one. And then the second way to do this, um, to do a little brain game, (laughs) is to write a gratitude list. So you want to, I'm sure everyone's heard of a gratitude list. It's just like counting your blessings. It's writing down things that you're grateful for. But a lot of times people forget that you can do a gratitude list of the things that you want, but the trick is to write it as if you already have those things. So let's say you're grateful for your dog and your family and having all of the food that you need, and but you also have a dream job in mind that you want and you also want to go live somewhere else. Put those things down on the list too as if you already have them. So write, you know, I am grateful for being able to move to whatever, New York City. Write it down as if you already have it and then read it imagining exactly how you would truly feel if those were things that you already had. So feel the emotions and the gratitude and the joy that you would feel. Put it on your list and then imagine to yourself that that actually happened. How would you feel? Like what kind of fluttery feelings would you feel in your chest? Who would be the first person you would tell? Like think about all the little things because then you are able to put so much focus on what it is you want. Being able to completely envision all of the emotions will get you feeling so happy and so positive and again like attracts like you're going to attract those happy and positive experiences that you really want into your life 
So those are a couple things that I have done in the past. I feel like I could tell so many stories of times that I've like manifested or used the law of attraction for stuff. It's pretty crazy, but I kind of wanted to just cover the basics. I think I'm definitely going to recommend some books and stuff that have really helped me understand because like I said, there's so it's like the more you learn, the more questions you have. So there's a lot of really good resources that I'm going to recommend. Some books that I will recommend to you are The Power. I loved The Power. It's one of my favorite books that I recommend to anyone who just wants to improve their life in some way by Rhonda Byrne. And then the second or the third book in that series is called The Magic. And that's like a step-by-step, I think it's like a 28-day sort of exercise with something to do every day to help you manifest something that you want or to help you you know get the life you want and if you actually do the steps in that book like if you actually do the exercises good things will happen I told my friend Hannah I lent her the book and I told her to follow the steps and to actually do the stuff and she had been looking for a job for a few months at that point and I was like all right well you got nothing to lose take this book and do the exercises and just see what happens. And I think within like two weeks, she ended up getting like a job that she really was super happy about. But I I really truly believe in it. It's done some pretty crazy things for me. And it's not obviously that the book did it. It is the law of attraction. It's focusing on what you want. It's putting energy towards creating a better life for yourself and putting energy towards being more positive and that will always 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 serve you in the long run and so then the other book obviously the untethered soul the one I talked about earlier and then another one that's kind of a bit more accessible maybe it's not as like woo-woo spirituality is you're a badass by Jen Sincero I personally didn't love this book like it kind of says the same thing as all the other books I just personally didn't really like her writing style but I know a lot of people really really love this book so I wanted to include that And then two podcasts that I think are really helpful. The first one is called Your Own Magic. And I think the first like 10 to 15 episodes were my favorite. They really, really helped me dive deeper into this and spirituality in general. So definitely give that a listen to. And then also The Lively Show. That's another one that's kind of like less woo-woo spirituality and more practical advice but still focuses on spirituality and the law of attraction also this one's not really like a self-help book or anything it's actually a poetry book but it's called inward it's like a cream cover with like a red sun thing and it says inward and changed me guys it's so good (laughs) so wow i hope that this episode makes sense makes sense made sense uh My mouth is so dry. I'm really thirsty. I ate a grilled, like a vegan grilled cheese before this, and now I'm like so, so parched. Um, but okay. I hope this episode was good. I'm sorry if I rambled. If you guys have any questions or you want to talk about manifestation or law of attraction or anything like that, let me know. I definitely think this needs a part two. So if you want a part two, send me a message. I don't care if you've never messaged me before. Just send me one anyway so that I know for sure. Um, so yeah. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye.